Even when someone stares at me too long because I think they're noticing my imperfections. Like, like, yeah. You are catfishing. Take care of yourself and everything will fall into place. Any final thoughts? Don't worry about other people. Focus on yourself. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavi, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. And today I'm actually joined with my boyfriend on the podcast. A true miracle, that is. What up, what up? <laughs> Say hi, everyone. And today we are going to be talking about dating with acne this is probably one of the most common topics that i get asked about and i asked you guys over on instagram as well as youtube to submit any questions that you have in regards to dating with acne relationships and acne all of that and we're going to be talking all about it today and i thought you know i can definitely sit down and answer a lot of this but i thought it might be even better and a better quality episode if i have my boyfriend here to also kind of get his side of things because I was the one more heavily struggling with acne when we started dating. So um, I guess let's get into that. So when we actually met, my skin was like pretty much perfectly clear. And then when we actually started seeing each other, um, that's when my skin had flared up because I had gotten off of hormonal birth control. And, you know, it was a pretty like dramatic difference between how I looked when we met and how I looked, you know, months later because my skin was just like cystic acne everywhere. Um, so I guess first question for you, did you have any like thoughts of seeing me, you know, when we started seeing each other versus when you first met me? Like you noticed my skin, but it didn't like phase you or, you know, affect how you saw me. I don't really look at that kind of thing. I don't think most men do. Hmm. I think it's more about like your general appearance than like the micro facets of your face. Right. But it wasn't like, I wouldn't say micro because it literally covered my whole face. Yeah, you can't really see it because you have makeup on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the first few times we went out on like our first few dates, like I was wearing makeup, but then how did you feel when you saw me for the first time without makeup on? Didn't really bother me. I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear from my side of things and I hopefully from for some of you. Um, I'm going to get into some of these questions and we can kind of go through them because people have people have questions. So... Yeah. One thing that a lot of people asked was, how do you cope in a relationship having acne? Does it affect your confidence? I think it definitely does, especially when you first start seeing someone, because obviously you want to give off, like, you know, a good first impression. Um, you want them to like how you look. And I think acne is a tough thing to deal with mentally and physically. So you can definitely have that fear of judgment. I would say the number one thing is, like, if you're giving someone your time and energy to potentially date them, if they're going to get like nitpicky because you're going through a time in your life where you're struggling with something, you know, that's kind of a sign I would say right away that like that pro- that person's probably not the right person for you. What yeah. do you think? I don't know. I, um, I don't see it as, you know, one of those like make or break type deals. I think people's energy is more important. Mm-hmm. 
um, and how you carry yourself than like how you look necessarily. Obviously, looks play a, a considerable role in dating, mm-hmm. but like as far as my choices are, um, and those of like my friends, like if you're actually gonna date someone, I wouldn't say looks come second, but it's definitely like more weighted towards your how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. And I definitely will say like the way you kind of handled when I was struggling with acne definitely helped with my confidence and I think if you are someone who is struggling with this you know talk to your partner about it talk to the person um you're dating because they can probably kind of help you through that as well like I know I would talk to you about when I'd feel like insecure in my skin and you would kind of give me that reassurance I I needed in that moment so Um, I think one of the scariest things when you have acne is feeling like your partner doesn't, you know, like looking at you and doesn't like how you look. So um, getting your partner to reassure you if that's what you need, I think that's that's totally okay. Um, Next question that came up a lot is kind of the topic of like sleeping over at your partner's house for the first time, aka like them seeing you without makeup on, kind of being more vulnerable. I think that's definitely something that's hard to deal with. Um, I know early on in our relationship, we went on a camping trip and I wasn't gonna wear makeup camping for a couple days. So, um, you know, I was makeup free and that was probably like at the peak of my skin being like super inflamed and stuff Uh, and at first like I was a bit I would say self-conscious or had those thoughts kind of in my mind that you would maybe you know think something negatively about me do you have anything to add about that seeing you in a negative light because of your acne well just like you know the whole topic of like your partner seeing you without makeup for the first time, um, seeing your bare skin. I brought up like our, our camping trip, for example. Oh, uh, yeah, I wasn't thinking about that, you know? Mm-hmm. I also think your case is a bit different. Like you do this as like a hobby, job, whatever you want to call it. So you're very educated on it. Mm-hmm. Some people might have bad skin and they're uneducated on it. Mm-hmm. That might come across as unattractive. Um, so, like, I guess what I'm saying is that it's not your skin that makes you unattractive. It's more your personality. Mm-hmm. So if, 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 if you're, like, there, there's a healthy level of, like, encouragement that someone can give. But at a certain extent, like, I'm not here to make you feel good about yourself. You should already feel good about yourself. If you don't, then you shouldn't be, like, looking to date someone because you're just going to not find happiness or you're gonna find happiness in someone and then if you lose them you're gonna have regrets so that's not really it's like negotiating from a point of weakness mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with that and I think that's why I encourage so many people like you have to really learn to be comfortable in your skin even when you are uncomfortable in it because acne is not something that's comfortable so you definitely have to work on that yourself but if you let's say, are in a relationship and maybe you get acne while you're in that relationship, you know, I think um, your partner is a very good person to talk to about it and tell them how you feel and um, because it, there's a lot that acne can do to, to affect your mental health for sure. Um, you mentioned there about how I was, like, educated in the skincare world and all of that. I'm curious because you never really doubted my 
um, experience and my knowledge in the industry, even though I was struggling with acne. And that's something that I like really appreciated because like a lot of people, you know, um, especially online, they look at my skin and say, well, how can I trust what you say because yeah. you have bad skin? Everybody's an expert nowadays. Right. That's the problem. I don't like surrounding myself with people who think they know everything. I think it's fine to be confident in your abilities and your knowledge, but uh, nobody knows everything. Mm-hmm. But was that ever like a doubt in your mind on like my abil- like my knowledge? I don't have any knowledge in the space, so why would I? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not doing research on it. Yeah, but you also struggled with acne at some point in your life as well. Yeah, I, I, I didn't do any research. I just went to my sister because she's into her skin and, like, that kind of stuff. Not to your extent, but, like, she is. And I just gave her my credit card and I said, hey, like, help me fix my skin. And it was super complicated. I, uh, I wish there was a company out there that made it all simple for us men. That had, like, a three-step process because she had to film the video for me to be able to actually use the products because yeah. I had like eight products and I was like I don't know what the hell to do with these mm-hmm. um, but like again like I think that's what most men would do they go to the women in their life to like help them mm-hmm. with that because there isn't that solution out there that's like an all-in-one type thing not yet yeah wink wink yeah see you come <laughs> but um, yeah I would say, like, if you have someone that's questioning you, then you should just question the type of person that you're with. Like, mm-hmm. that's, just, that's just them showing you their honesty. Yeah. And I think for you, you were more, like, asking me questions about it and kind of telling me about your experience with acne as well, but you were never asking in, like, a rude or judgmental way. You were just more asking to be informed, which I appreciated because... Um, then you were, you know, able to kind of understand me better through that, through that way. Exactly. Someone asked, do you need reassurance to feel comfortable being around your partner without makeup? I think definitely more in the start. I needed more of that. Now, you know, we've been together for a while. Like, I don't, I don't feel uncomfortable around you when I'm breaking out, especially, you know, if anything now, when I am going through a harder time with my skin, I feel more comfortable being around you than anyone else because you know kind of how to um like make fun of you (laughs) right but like one thing I do appreciate too is like there's certain days where I'm like feeling down on my skin and I don't know like if you're reading my mind or what but it's those days when you'll like come up to me and you'll be like your skin looks really good today and that just like that little bit that one comment just like will kind of bring me back to a positive headspace when it comes to my skin so yeah I do like when you do that. Okay, next question. Someone said, I'm nervous of kissing um, my boyfriend because I don't want to get more breakouts. Wait, what? I think what they're referring to is because, like, sometimes when men have, like, stubbly beards or stuff like that, and if you're dealing with acne, it can be really irritating and it can make you break out more. Um, Or if your partner has, like, really oily skin or something, right? Like, that can also cause that. Just, like, the friction, you know? can irritate your skin and cause more breakouts um i would say if you're like nervous about that like and if that is happening just talk to your partner about it i would say oh someone asked and maybe you can clear the air here someone said why do some men despite having pimples themselves think of girls with acne as unhygienic maybe they are unhygienic i don't know 
Like, I don't know these girls. It's a case-by-case basis. Some people think they're hygienic and they're completely unhygienic, so maybe you should just go to your doctor and be like, hey, am I hygienic or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think in a lot of cases, like, especially with women, like, acne isn't really, like, it doesn't really stem from being, like, unhygienic. Especially because, like, I feel like women in general are pretty hygienic. I've met some pretty unhygienic women. Someone said, I've never dated anyone, and I don't think I will until my skin is totally clear. Well, you've been waiting a long time. And that's really one thing I, I talk a lot about, because people say, like, I'm not going to be able to be happy until my skin is clear. And the thing is, like... You're never going to be happy then. You... And I, I know this for a fact, because, like, I was able to find more confidence in myself when my skin was full of acne, rather than when my skin was clear, because I learned how to love myself regardless of my physical appearance and that's the difference there because even if your skin clears up you're going to find another thing to nitpick yourself on and another thing to tear yourself apart with and you can't play this waiting game and like give yourself restrictions on when you're allowed to be happy because you don't know how long that'll be like people always ask me how can you be happy with your skin looking like that and it's like well And I've said this multiple times, especially on the podcast as well. Like, I really have two choices. I can sit in the corner and cry about how my skin looks for who knows how many years to come. Or I can just choose to learn how to be happy and learn to just, like, appreciate the life I have and the skin I have regardless of the breakout. So it's really about a mindset, but you do have to work on it. Um, And it it does take a really long time, but it's doable. Someone said um, that they struggle with the fact that their boyfriend can love them without having clear skin, but they can't seem to love themselves with it. I'm not a therapist, so I'm not qualified to answer this question, but, like, you need help. And I'm not saying you need, like, a doctor's help, you need prescription drugs or anything. I'm just saying, like, you need some sort of help. For me, I love motivational speeches. So, like, anytime I'm feeling unmotivated or, like, down on myself, I just listen to, like, Eric Thomas or, like, one of those guys, and that, like, brightens up my mood, and I'll continue to do that, like, throughout the whole day. Like, I'll just leave my phone on shuffle, Mm -hmm. and I have these, like, 25, 30 motivational speeches ranging from 5 to 30 minutes. Right. So, like, for me, that's what I do, but that's not everybody's thing. Lavinia, you don't like it? Mm Mm-mm. Well, you don't like it as my... It's like, like it's my alarm clock. Yeah, I, I'm not like that. I'll, I'll listen to podcasts, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I... For you just me, gotta find your thing. For me, I start my day off with it. I, I Any low points in my day, I bring myself back up because I know that that's, like, a temporary fix that I can do. And through those temporary fixes, allowing me to get down to business pushes me towards my permanent fix Mm -hmm. like maybe this person isn't healthy maybe they don't eat well like maybe there's other things that like go into their lack of self-confidence i I don't know like i i I, i'd find it hard to believe that if your only thing that you were sad about was your face that you would lack like the self-confidence to like appreciate yourself when your partner does. I feel like there's multiple things that you're not executing on that like lead to that. It's, I feel like it's not like a one thing. See, I disagree with that because I was in that place. The only thing that I had, like, I'm not gonna say the only thing, but the one thing that like would always impact my self-esteem was my skin. Yeah, and there were other things too, 
that you're not mentioning. Right? Yes, but like overarching, like the the major thing in my life that would impact my confidence was my skin because I felt like everyone was looking at it. Yeah, you think that. But, but people there's, there's, are. No, they, like... They that, are, but they don't care. It's fair. But, like, what I'm saying is that there's so many... It's like micro-movements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes is, um, every choice you make is a vote towards the person that you're going to become. Absolutely. And when you have these micro movements in one direction or the other, like they add up over time. And so it's like, if somebody calls you fat, if somebody calls you skinny, somebody calls you tall, if somebody calls you short, like over time they add up and it lowers your self-confidence mm-hmm. by like on average. Yeah. And then that translates into like, what I would say is these things, because for me, I went from being a person who never lacked confidence to being a person who doubted myself. And I could see the road of like two, three years and why I got that way. Mm -hmm. And I'd say now I'm fairly even. There's some things that I don't know if I'd say I'm insecure about, but I'm looking to overcome. Like things I want to work on that I know I have room to work on, but I always know and I always like to check myself in reality. It says, like, I'm not doing bad. Right. You know? Like, for example, like, my work. Like that. Like, I I do very well for myself, but I always want to do better. And I know I can do better. And so I hold myself to a high bar. And so for me, it's not that I lack confidence. It's that I believe internally that I am in a cycle. Mm-hmm. And this is just a, a section of the cycle that I'm in. To like get forward to where I want to go. Okay. So it's like I'm in like a working building phase, you know? That doesn't mean I'm not confident. Like, you know me. I feel like I'm always confident in my abilities. Am I wrong sometimes? Yes. But like, it's a dangerous game to, to play when you, when you let these things add up. And then that's how you get to the point in my mind where you go to like antidepressants and like that kind of stuff because you're allowing your thoughts to police your mind rather than your mind policing your thoughts Thoughts, yeah you know no i get that and i think i think insecurity is a very normal thing we all experience it people will ask me like you know i wish i had like how do you how are you always 100 percent confident all the time and i'm like i'm not you know but if i can stay above like you know on average if i can be more confident that's my goal of course i'm gonna have days where i look in the mirror and i don't like something or i'm insecure about my work or you know life or my relationship like whatever right people get insecure about everything but trying to just have more good days than bad days i think is the overall goal and then coming back to this question um that was asked i think try to almost put yourself in the other shoes because you know this comment said that she doesn't understand how you know her boyfriend can like love her so much with acne but she can't find the love for herself and to that i want to say like imagine if your boyfriend had your acne would that make you see him any different would that make you love him any less or think of him as less and the answer to that's probably no and I think what plays into that is the fact that we don't, we're not as eager to pick out someone's flaws when it's like someone else, because we're going to be our 
own worst critic all the time. We're always going to be our own worst critic. And it's like that internal battle, you know, because you don't go to anyone else and nitpick all their flaws, you know. You typically look at them and you, you see their features and you see everything that you find beautiful about them. But it's really hard to do that with yourself. And I think trying to almost look at yourself as an external person and that's one exercise that, that definitely really helped me is, you know, once people kind of were pointing out the things that they found beautiful about me and I would look at other people with acne and find them beautiful and then I would wonder the same thing you asked, like, how can I find these people, like, that in my eyes look really beautiful and I can't say that about myself and that once I started kind of working through that mindset, it allowed me to also see the beauty in my skin even though I was struggling with acne. So that's one thing I would say to to that conversation. Someone said my ex used to pop my pimples specifically because they were gross to look at. Don't settle, they said. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, and if, uh, I don't know, that's just a terrible thing to say, to say like, gross to look at. So, well, I'm happy I you said ex. they're less <laughs> gross to look at than they are to pop. I agree with you, I agree like, with you. Why would you want to touch that? Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't really even like popping my own, um, Someone asked, like, if I ever avoid eye contact with people, especially in my relationship. I think this is a very common thing that happens when you're struggling with something, especially on your face, right? Because, like, you're looking at someone, you're conversing with them, and you think that they're literally staring at your skin. And I used to do this a lot. I'd avoid contact, eye contact when I was breaking out really badly. But, again, like, you should feel the most comfortable around your partner, and obviously it takes some time, um, and depending, you know, where you're at in the relationship and stuff but I would say you know that that comfort just comes with time and you know remembering that they're they chose to like you know spend time with you hang out with you date you like if you, your skin is really something that bothers them that much I don't think that you should give them like the time of day because you'll probably find someone who appreciates you for you oh this is an interesting one Someone said, the feeling like you have to mention it before the date if you met on an app. That's called catfishing. What's so, called catfishing? Um, well, that, that comment referring to, I feel like I have to like say it if I met on an app. Like, if you look distinctively different than your photos, like you're just setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. Like, you should take honest photos like, I remember when I, I would be on these dating apps, I would try to update them, I'd say, at least once a year. Because, like, especially with me, I would try different haircuts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, like, first of all, I thought I got better with time. Like, better shaped, better good looking, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, maturing. But, like, I feel like, or actually, I don't even feel like I know because I have gone on a date before with someone who like completely like catfished. She was like a photographer and she took like the best angles. And I just walked in and then I was just like, no, and I just walked out. Cause I was like, like if, if you feel the need to tell someone about your appearance on, that you met on a dating app, then you're probably catfishing and you're not showing what you actually look like on that app. So I would put that back at that person. Well. Okay, then let's kind of have a conversation about this because for myself, like, I had makeup on in all my photos. Yeah, I know, but, like, like, let me 
pull you as an example, mm -hmm. your Instagram, you look the exact same as your Instagram. No, absolutely, but if, I'm talking anything, about you dating look apps. In person. Thank you. So it's like I'm talking about date. We're yeah, talking about dating no, apps. I know. I know. The Instagram is the number one dating app in the world. Just letting you know. No, I get that, but like. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. getting to your point. So if you take those photos and put them on a dating app, right? That's you showing your true self. Mm -hmm. The moment when you start like touching up your photos and like editing them or like using photos from three years ago because you were 20 pounds lighter or you felt like you looked better or you liked your hairstyle there more like if you look significantly different from your photos expect an adverse response mm -hmm. i like, think that's unless, what anything unless though. you look better i think i look better in person than i do in my photos i don't per yeah. personally take good photos i think that's everything though not just acting like that's if you I mean. look different yeah. yeah even if it even if you do look better it's still a shock factor when someone sees you in the first reaction, but what well, I'm... Yeah, but, like, I mean, like, there's no negative downside if you're showing your true self. Mm -hmm. Because most people look better in person. The eye can capture more than a camera lens can. Right, but with that, my acne was more pronounced in person than on camera because when I took photos when I was wearing makeup, if I was in bright light, you couldn't see the texture on my skin. Yes, and that's called catfishing. If you're using lighting and angles to make yourself look different than you actually look, that's catfishing. So you'd say I was catfishing on my dating profiles? I don't know. I, don't, I never saw them. No, I understand that. But I'm saying if you are using lighting and angles to your advantage, not inadvertently, like overtly, mm -hmm. then you are catfishing. Right. Because if, say for example, I don't rate women, but let's rate them, you look like an eight in... Uh, your photos, but you're a six in real life. Mm -hmm. Like that's not good. But what I'm saying is like so like when you met me, I had clear skin, right? Yeah, I already met you in person. I know, I know. I'm just saying like you saw that, and then when you saw me again, my skin looked significantly different. So that like I, I felt I in that moment. At your skin, I was looking at your eyes. Well, I appreciate that, but I I I will say I understand this comment because I felt a lot of times like I had to like almost give a disclaimer on like why my skin looked like this because I would explain like oh like I just got off hormonal birth control I'm having this breakout like almost explain like this is a phase this is not who I am like yeah, having that because disclaimer because you're not confident and you're defensive maybe that's why you're such a defensive person I don't know because like to be honest if somebody says something to me if I don't care about them like the only person whose comments would truly make me sad would probably be like my mom's you know because your mom's supposed to love you unconditionally. If this is some random person on the street, like, I don't care what they say to No, I, I get that, but if you're going on a date with someone, like, you're pursuing that person. Yeah, and if they don't like you, then they don't deserve you. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you want to... It's the same thing as job offers. Why would you want to be somewhere where they don't value you? No, and I, I agree with that, and I think it's a really shitty feeling to have to feel like you have to disclose it because I felt that way, you know, because I felt like people were making assumptions about me that that weren't necessarily true but i think like now if i were to you know go back in time i wouldn't feel the need to disclose it but that's again just kind of like working through things with yourself and if someone takes the time to get to know you like you aren't really going to need to disclose it because like you took the time to get to know me and then over time you just you know learned about my story and why i was struggling with my skin and all of that but there was no need for me to like 
disclose it the second I met you and be like, oh, by the way, like my skin's bad right now, but the blah, 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 this why you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I think what that kind of boils down to is like what what you're looking for, you know? Like I think if you're looking for like a partner, like a long-term partner, you're gonna have a lot less issues with like your appearance mm-hmm. than if you're just looking to date someone short term or have a fling with them because like if it's like first of all if you're on a dating app like it's odds are you're not going to find the person you're going to spend the rest of your life mm-hmm. but realistically especially in this generation most people are on dating apps and that's like most what most people are but yes that doesn't mean and that that's you're finding the person that no 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 that's not what i'm saying app. but like you know a lot of these comments are coming from people who are like trying to date so they're having that like struggle yeah i know i'm i'm getting to that so what i'm saying is if you're finding someone on a dating app more than likely they're just seeking some attention mm-hmm. like dating apps are first of all outnumbered women to men so for every one girl, there's like five guys. Okay, I didn't know that. Right. Sometimes more, sometimes like ten. Do you think that's because more women are looking for relationships? Um, no, I just think more men are desperate <laughs> for okay. attention. And most women swipe uh, on these apps, if you want to call it swiping, or they select uh, for a very narrow criteria. Mm. So they'll Whereas select men are more... usually older men that are in their area, if they live in a nice area, um, they usually don't venture too far out that. Whereas most men will set their radiuses as large as possible to find those women that they're looking for that fit their type. So you're a numbers person, right? You're an engineer. If you have over here population girl, which is smaller, Mm -hmm. a fraction of the percentage of population men and the men are searching in a larger radius than the women then women are going to have their pick of the litter and the men aren't going to they aren't going to find what they're looking for there's too much competition so a woman might have to swipe three times for her to find a suitable date right whereas a man might have to swipe for three weeks to find a suitable date Hmm. you know so i would just say that if you're on these apps um I'd question if you're really serious about, like, finding a long-term partner, because if you are, I would just pick one of your hobbies and try to meet someone there. Right. Even if, even though it's weird. Like, I met <laughs> you at a networking event. Yeah. And you know me, I love networking events. Right. So it's like, I felt very comfortable there. I was in my groove. I was talking to people. It's a social thing. You know, there's drinks, there's food. There's ways to create conversation that aren't just like, hey... My name's blank, you yeah. know? And I think that kind of removes the whole it was a pressure. pressure of yeah. meeting someone in person for the first time because they're just seeing you, right? Yeah. And yeah, even if you're wearing makeup, whatever, like you can tell what skin texture and stuff looks like. Um, kind of with that, transitioning to the next kind of topic, I get sometimes questions from men actually asking, you know, like women have, I guess, let's say like, more opportunity to use makeup to cover up their skin or cover up a breakup or at least make it look a little less intense. Um, What is your advice to any men out there that are really struggling with their skin? Work out. Do you want to elaborate on that? Working out for men, 
Actually, working out for men and women is one of the best things you can do to regulate your hormones. It just mm -hmm. keeps you healthy. And working out means different things to different people. If working out to you means taking a walk around the street, take yeah. a walk around the street. Working out to me might mean running a, a marathon. Right. You know? So you need to, one, exercise, and two, eat healthy. And by eat healthy, I mean like vegetables, fruits, good clean meats if you eat meat, mm -hmm. like not getting fast food. Yeah. Like people people wanna wanna say you can eat whatever you want and you can, but like there is empirical evidence which shows that fresh, organic, clean, whatever you want to call it foods influence your hormonal balance, which hormonal uh, imbalance can influence your acne. Absolutely. Um, if you're unhealthy, like you don't sleep, that can influence your acne. It's the same way oh, it can influence your immune system. Sleep, you know? if you are struggling with your skin, I would say the number one thing that you should first look at, because it's the easiest thing to first look at. You know, eating is complicated. Hormonal balance is complicated. Like those are things that take a little more investigation. Sleep is that number one thing that you can look at right away and be like, am I getting enough sleep? I wouldn't agree with that. I think I, food is just as easy. I don't if think you so. Look, if you look down on your plate and you don't know what's in it, then you're starting off wrong. Well, no. I, the reason I say it's more complicated because it's very hard to figure out what's breaking you out and what's not. Well, yeah. But like, what I'm saying is I'm not saying there's a, a magic bean to cure your acne. Like I was very healthy at the point when mm -hmm. I broke out with acne a couple years ago. But for me, it was stress related. Oh yeah, stress so, is number one too. So for me, like I handle stress very well and I don't show it through anxiety, but I like had like things like eye twitches, acne, like triggers that my body was trying to show me that I was stressed. Yeah, and that affects your sleep. And yes. then it just creates this whole cycle. But for me at that point, I had not been working out. I had not been eating the best. Like I had all these things that were leading up to it. That's what I'm saying. It, it's not about the large movements, like anything. It's about the small movements. So if you work out one day a week currently, bump it up to two. If you eat out three days a week currently, bump it down to two, you know? Like, limit your negative possible interactions to the best of your ability. Like, right, like, I, I was a student just recently. I know it's expensive to eat. I was always looking for the cheapest thing that I could put in my body, which is usually pizza and burgers, you know? But, like, still, like, you can, like, look for the burger that has lettuce, tomato, onion on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's a, that's a healthier choice than just the plain burger. Yeah, the only reason I say food, and, I, and that's why I'm saying it just takes longer, is because like, I don't know if you know this, but like there are certain fruits and vegetables that you should avoid when you have acne, and it's different for everyone because of their composition. Yeah, so I'm sure, I'm sure there is. It's very complicated, and that's why I'm saying like sleep is like one thing you can like look at right away. Am I getting enough sleep, and that you can fix right away. Um, but my question also, like, what's your kind of tips, you know, like, obviously you, you gave some things of like what people can do, right? Obviously, like I struggle with acne, I'm versed in skincare, like there's a lot that I'm trying to do to kind of navigate that. But what, what is your, what is your advice like to anyone more on a mental note? Like when you were struggling with your skin, um, instead of like 
yeah, I guess kind of suggesting different solutions on how to clear their skin. Do you have any advice on just how they can work on their self-image and like how they view themselves? Yeah. And dating, dating as well. First of all, you need to get a good routine going. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing worse for your body than being erratic uh, with your routine. And I mean like that, like your work routine, if you can, like I know some people can't, like if you work retail or whatever, you're working odd hours. Um, but like as much as you can control your routine, when you go to bed, when you wake up, these sorts of things, overall, that'll help you feel better. Um, but uh, skincare, like you need good skincare products. I'm using these three right now, they're really nice. The brand is called Nine to Five, and they have a nice sunscreen, cleanser, and night cream combo. Very simple, very easy uh, to do instructions. So I think that's also important. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't already have a skincare routine or you're using uh, like one of those, like almost like gimmicky skincare routines, you know, like mm-hmm. that, like thing green tea thing that you wipe on it's supposed to bring out all your blackheads but it's just like chia seeds yeah um that one almost fooled me i have a question i often tell people like when i'm struggling with my skin having a day where i don't feel good in my skin um i make sure that that day you know i do my hair my favorite way and i put on an outfit that i feel the most confident in because then it kind of distracts me and makes me feel better because i always say like look good feel good right um do you find like as a man like that's something that also works for you like when you put on like let's say you're let's say you were struggling with your skin right now right like you you're not someone who uses makeup to cover that up you know would you say like um cleaning up like your facial hair or your hair or like putting on a good outfit maybe some like jewelry like does that help you with your self-image i don't know if first of all the short answer is yes um if you look good you feel good yeah but I don't think that would be my first option. Okay. Like, for me, like, I like dressing up. I like the way I look when I dress up. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really concerned about my appearance at this point in time. Okay. Like, I, I think one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got was dress for your day. Mm-hmm. And at this point in time, like, I work essentially in tech. So, like, I wear a lot of, like, stretchy pants. Um, I wear a lot of like joggers, shorts, and then just simple t-shirts or sweaters. So for me, like, I think I'm stylish still. Oh yeah, you can be stylish and casual. Exactly. You can make it look good. But like, for me, like, I don't know, I think my confidence stems from the time I spend alone working on myself because like, at the end of the day, I'm not competing with other people. I'm competing with myself to be the best version of me possible. And, you know, there will always be people who be like, oh, yeah, when I was 18, like, I was a star athlete, or I used to be a great gymnast, or I used to be so flexible when I was a kid. And then they, like, almost, like, shut the door on that. Like, it's not possible anymore. Whereas, like, I think for me, like, I strive to be all those things but it's just like time, you know, it takes time. And I think that's one thing that people should remember is like, there is no magic pill at this point in time, which like will clear up your depression, your mental anxiety, your skin, your body, you know, like nothing's going to fix it, but like small steps over time, which is why I'm saying start with the routine first 
especially if you're a man. Um, and I say that because personally, I think women are attracted to stability. Um, but I think that all humans kind of are. Like, they like people who are dependable, you know, of their word, that kind of thing. Right. And so if you start with setting consistency and discipline in your life, like, you'll probably see that things will just start falling into place. Plus, your mindset changes. And when you stop looking at the negative, you stop putting so much, like, impact to the negative, you know? Like, I remember there was a point in my life where I didn't have a negative thought. And it was just because I was only thinking about positive yeah. things, you know? When you fill up your day with things that lift you up, yeah. it's very hard to leave time for things that bring you down. Exactly. You're just not focused on it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's one of the things why routine is so helpful. Because if you have a calendar and you're like, I have to be here, here, I have to be there, there, you have less idle time to think about, like, one, get into trouble mm-hmm. and fall back into bad habits. And two, think about, like, oh, like... You know, Jimmy said this about my skin, or he was commenting this about, like, my job, and, like, made me not feel so good. Like, if you're busy, you don't even think about that, and you're just like, oh, okay. Like, it just kind of, like, in one ear, out the other. Yeah. Well, I can speak from experience. Like, I would say I'm a relatively busy person, and I will say, like, I had definitely many moments before when I was, like, working on my, how I, you know felt mentally when my skin was really bad but I would go into a room and even though this wasn't what was happening I felt like all eyes were like locked in on my pimples you're also an influencer but but that's the thing like I never felt that pressure online yeah it was just like in person like hanging out with friends um hanging out like if you go on like I don't know I guess this this podcast is about like dates like stuff like that like that's when that's when it would feel like really heavy pressure and I guess with that someone asked do you ever at times feel envious of your significant other's good skin yeah, oh yeah do. no Chocolatey I goodness. I absolutely you know and I think that's a very like normal human feeling to have um I'm not jealous of you I love my skin I love me well I'm in love with myself Yes, everyone knows that. The thing is, like, it's very easy easy to feel envious of anyone's skin that is clearer than yours, whether it's your partner or a friend or someone, like, literally you see on the street or on social media. And I just had an episode, um, two episodes before this, where I talked about how to stop comparing yourself to other people as much. And, I mean, it's very easy, right? Especially when, and you're sometimes guilty of this, when you're like, oh, I'm freaking out. And I'm like, right. <laughs> so, or I, like, I, I don't think I'm commenting on it like that. No, I, I know like, you're oh, not. Look at these pimples on my face, and you're like, that. That's not a pimple. That's what. Yeah. That's a little shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Or like when I have a friend that's like, oh, I just got this breakout, so annoying, and I'm like, right. Like, imagine that all over your face, you know. So like, it's definitely hard hearing those things, and you know, not that you say it from a place where like you're trying to be hurtful with it. Um, but obviously, like, everyone's experience is different. If you have perfectly clear skin and you get a pimple, that is, like, as extreme to you as, like, when I had, like, a full face acne because that's what... We just have different experiences, so... Well, and that's funny because, like, like I've struggled and had bouts of acne, but I remember looking back now at photos of myself from, like, three years ago when I was struggling with it recently, 
And I'm like, man, like, yeah, like for me, that was a lot of acne. But like, if you look at like the scale and range of acne, it's so it's wide. So, 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 so low. Yeah. So that's like, again, like everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you just got to do everything you can and set that consistency in your life so that at least you like can minimize your flare ups. Yeah. You know, minimize like those, the worst case scenarios yeah. by trying to stay as even as possible. Yeah. And I think not only, you know, being envious of your partner's skin, but sometimes I look back at photos and I'm envious of my own skin, you know, but then I also have to remember to look back at the photos when I was really struggling and realize that, Hey, I got through that. I can get through fucking anything. So like you can't, you know, compare like, because we're two different people. We have two different skin types, you know, and you can't compare that directly. Um, and yeah, like you can feel envious of your partner's skin, but I think that's something that at the end of the day, like, you can talk to them about it if that is something that's really bothering you um, and have that conversation. And I think it's a normal feeling to have, but it's definitely something that you can get better at over time for sure. This is an interesting question. How do you deal with your partner staring at you for too long? I hate it when someone stares at me too long because I think they're noticing my imperfections. And you know I don't like when like when you're staring at me, I always go like, what are you looking at? Because it makes me uncomfortable. And that's like a really interesting thing because sometimes you're like zeroed in on my face and I'm like, this man is counting every pimple I have on my face right now. Well, that's, uh, a, that's a you problem. I don't know how to help you with that. No, I, I know. I'm just telling you like, it, I'm just responding to this comment. Like it's, it's a, it's a common experience. That's common. Next question. Someone said, one guy I dated liked to stroke my cheeks and I had cystic acne and rough texture. I'd hurt when, uh, I'd cringe when he'd do it. I think sometimes too, like, you'll like touch my face and I'll tell you like, oh, don't touch my face there. Like it really hurts or I just, you know, I know your hands aren't like clean in that moment or whatever. Um, how would you say your SO has been a positive reinforcement towards your acne? I don't know. What's SO? Significant other. How have I been a positive reinforcement about your acne? Mm -hmm. I don't think directly I've done that, but I think indirectly building up your confidence, I have. Yeah, and I just think like, I think just show you know showing me that that whether you know like last week my skin was so clear and then I had a flare up this week and it's like when you when you go through that and you realize that your partner does not you know, see you as any less when you're going through those hard times, like, that's what is the best positive reinforcement, um, and I saw another comment actually up here that asked what, like, a pivotal, um, oh, um, could you share a few milestone experiences that radically changed your perspective on dating with acne, and I would say one very milestone experience was the fact that when I met you, my skin was perfectly clear, and then when we started seeing each other, that's when my skin was, like, at its peak inflammation, and that was a very radical, like, um, pivotal moment for me in like dating with acne and that journey because I felt a lot of pressure because I was like oh last time you saw me my skin was so smooth and now like I look completely different you know and the fact that you were so unfazed by it it really like made me go like oh I can kind of just like chill out and not have to like explain myself or you know give justification to why I look a certain way and that that was really a pivotal moment and I think when you find someone who appreciates you for you and kind of sees past those surface things, that's when your mindset can can start to change too. But that, that doesn't mean that you can't do work internally at the same time to kind of work on how you feel with yourself. 
Someone asked, should you cancel a date if you have a flare-up and it's giving you major anxiety? No, because that's when you're letting your acne win. And that's when you're letting it control your life and control your experiences. Like, that's the number one thing I, I say to people. Like, do not let an insecurity stop you from living your life. Do not give it the control to do that. So, yeah, you may be feeling a bit insecure about it and have the anxiety. I totally relate to that feeling. I would say push yourself, feel uncomfortable, go on the date, you know, and most likely by the end of that night you won't be thinking about your acne um so that that's my my tip there have you ever had a bad experience with your significant other about your acne like has he made fun of it constantly or something like that no i don't think i've ever had i think the only like bad experience and it wasn't even like someone i was dating it was just a friend who basically told me like the reason i had acne is because it would be like almost unfair if I didn't because I had like other things going on like career-wise and other successes and I that really put me off because it was very like backhanded compliment but other than that like I've never had a bad experience in terms of like dating with acne and that just really goes to show you that like it's not really something that really matters in real life and it's more something in your head and if someone does comment you know something bad about your acne the person you're dating like once again as i said like they're probably not the right person for you any final thoughts no moral of the story is take care of yourself and everything will fall into place don't worry about other people focus on yourself Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of Loud Talk with Lavi. I hope you enjoyed and thank you for coming on the podcast. Appreciate your time. Um, if you guys have any more questions for my boyfriend that you want me to do an episode with, comment them down below. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening in on Spotify, Apple, or any other streaming platforms, go check out the YouTube version because we do film video of the podcast but thank you so much for tuning in um remember to tell yourself something you love about your skin today and remember of course to stay confident stay loud and never be afraid to be you that is it for this episode i love you all so so much and you'll hear from me in the next one bye everyone bye